Hi guys! Welcome. I'm Kenzie Burke. And I'm Sabelle Levy. And, and this, this is, is the, the Cusp, Cusp Podcast. Rebecca Faria from Detox by Rebecca is a Brazilian lymphatic drainage practitioner who headed the now highly sought after practice in Los Angeles. Many know her for her A-list clientele, but this episode gets a narrative switch. She is one who values self-love and connection and holds no tie to her past nor her future. She is the epitome of living in the present moment. This uplifting and inspiring conversation will bring light to everyone. From learning how to live from the heart to owning and running a successful business and living in alignment with your true calling, whatever that may be at any given time, change is a good thing. Love yourself, respect yourself, and strive for your excellence. Today, we're sitting with someone who's very, very, very special. Her name is Rebecca. Hi, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm especially excited to share you and your story because when I met you three, four years ago, it was right when you got here to the U.S. And it stuck out to me so much, your story and your perseverance. And then to watch you in the past four years build an empire has been so inspiring. I always think if I feel resistance to working or I feel I don't want to put my all in, I always think of you and how much you put into your life and your business. And it always motivates me. (laughs) Thank you so much. How would you introduce yourself? To our My audience. name is Rebecca. <laughs> I am from Brazil and I brought it here to the US around four years ago, something called lymphatic drainage massage. I was the first person in LA bringing it. So when I came, I was not sure if people would be interested on it, if they would like it or not. So it was like a journey for me to make lymphatic what it is today Mm -hmm. not that I am the only one responsible for that but in the beginning I would tell people what I do and they would be like what is lymphatic massage so now I see many places out there and people talking about it doctors recommending it articles about it and it makes me super happy that people are getting all the health benefits of this amazing practice that is so popular in Brazil, and now it's getting popular here too. Did you always know you wanted to bring it here? Kind of. Like, when I was 15, I came here for vacation, and I started to learn more about the lifestyle. And after that, I came here different times, and I was like, LA is such a place um, where wellness is so big, Mm -hmm. and people are so interested on healthy and uh, workouts and lifestyle so why they don't have lymphatic because in brazil we grow up with lymphatic like when i was young i would see my mom doing it my grandma everyone does it all the time it's like doing your nails here Mm -hmm. and then the more i would come here for vacation i would be like why they don't have lymphatic in la and when i finished college i was like i have to try it i have to try to bring lymphatic if it doesn't work i'll go back to brazil but Mm -hmm. i have to give myself the chance to see and you change a lot in your life in order to do that so there was something so large and feeling connected to bringing lymphatic to the states specifically la which already is a hard market to tap the hardest place (laughs) yeah 
And you had such a pull to do that. You know, you made a lot of very big and hard decisions to do that. Like actually when I was coming here on the way, uh, I was telling him that I used to live in Woodland Hills when I moved here. But I would work around Beverly Hills because that's where most of my clients were. And I didn't have a car, so I would go by Uber. And I was watching all the traffic, which is like one hour mm -hmm. of traffic. Crazy. And I was like, how would I do it every day in an Uber? It was such a struggle. But when you're going through it, you don't think that much. You don't have much time or energy. Because you just have to keep going almost like in a survival mode. Mm -hmm. And that's how I felt when I moved here. I was like, I am in a survival mode. I have no one. I have no money. So every day I have to make it work for the day. Mm. Wow. So you had to get present. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't think about the future or, or the, the past. past. When you are in a survival mode, you just want to make it through the day. And day by day, years by years... When you look back, you're like, oh my God, I made it. I was able to get what I wanted or I'm on the way to get what I wanted. And you also didn't know English. Yeah, I didn't know English, but somehow we find ways to communicate. Mm -hmm. And I believe so much in energy. I've always thought that LA was my place. You know, mm. when you go to a city and you feel that feeling of almost like you belong there. Mm -hmm. I remember I would go back to Brazil and I would tell my friends, I feel like my body's in Brazil, but my soul is in LA. Wow. So energetically, I think that something was telling me that I should try it here. So whenever I finished school and I had a chance, I would always think if I never try, I'll never know. I think LA is my place. I felt the energy pulling me towards LA. And I came, and then from that point, it was, as I said, day by day. And when I had a chance, I bought a car. When I had a chance, I moved close to Beverly Hills. So slowly, things were getting better. Everyone asks me, what is the secret? Yeah. What did you do? And I don't have an answer because it's just a step by step, word of mouth. You keep going, you keep doing your best. Well, it's not giving up. No, yeah, I think not that's what up. separates anyone's success. Yeah. yeah. Did you have times when you wanted to give up? No, you, you don't think about it because you yeah. don't have any other option. And I had nothing to lose. I had nothing, so I had nothing to lose. <laughs> yeah. And I had no other option. I needed to survive. First of all, in Brazil with lymphatic, mm -hmm. that's some. Do you think that that's a business that you could have boomed as big as it is here in LA in Brazil? Not at all. Okay. Not at all, because in Brazil, it's such a big thing, it's a part of the culture, so it's already super big out there. Mm -hmm. I think the reason why it got, um, it worked well for me here was because I was the first one. So people got to learn something new, and they got to feel the benefits of it. Yeah. And they would tell their friends, and it, it became popular. But if, again, you're doing your nails, you're not going to tell your friend the benefits of doing your nails because it's something already so popular that yeah. everyone knows about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how I feel uh, about lymphatic in Brazil. It's already big there, so I don't think I'll have a chance to grow as much. How, from a business aspect, do you go from not knowing English, not being a completely new person here, not having a car, to tapping the industry and every single, you know, well-known person and um, building a successful business that has had the ability to scale in the past four years. Like you have, you have been on a steady up and up and up for four years. 
I would say that I don't have goals in, in the long term. I have goals oh, in the wow. short term. So, so smart. I don't see anything on my sides. I just see what I'm focused on. Wow. And I would be like, okay, my next goal is buying a car. Uh, my next goal is having money for this month to pay my rent. If I didn't have enough massages, because in the beginning I had no clients, mm -hmm. I would do house cleaning. I would find a way to pay my rent for that month. And then I was going like goal by goal. And if I would see a client, I would be like, my goal for this moment is doing my best for this client. I will forget about anything. Nothing will be in my head. I will be focused on the present here. And I would do my best. And then like that, I was going, uh, I was being able to meet new people. And the word of mouth was getting my business bigger. I was getting more and more clients. And once I have enough number of clients in a nice community i had the option of making more intelligent decisions because i had more money in my hands i had friends i was more used to the language to the culture you were supported more yeah so i could establish bigger goals longer goals and then once i reached the goals i would establish even longer ones because i had more structure to get what i wanted Yeah, and it's almost like when you focus on one thing, you're able to achieve that much faster than focusing on 10, 15 things. You mm -hmm. just, one thing, you get to that, and then you go to the next. Yeah, it's like, if I would give an analogy to that, when you go on a diet, you cannot think about losing 30 pounds. You have yeah. to think about mm -hmm. losing two pounds, then three pounds, mm -hmm. and also you get your body used it to the new uh, workout routine. Maybe you think about 10 pounds, mm -hmm. and that's what I would apply to my life. I see that many people give up because they want to read something too far from their reality right now. Mm -hmm. And once they feel frustrated because they're not able to do it, they give up. And then they try something else, they give up. And at the end of the day, they're all over the place, having anxiety and not knowing where to go. Yeah, yeah. Well, but when, you know, you were, you're very present and you would do the day to day. Mm -hmm. And based on that goal for the month, let's say, for example, the example of you paying rent. Maybe you had one client that you were doing your lymphatic and the rest of the time to make that rent, you know, you, you had to do something else. Mm -hmm. So, but what is that relationship or that challenge? Or maybe it was never a challenge for you, but what was that relationship with doing what you had to do in the moment to meet that first goal, but also being mindful of the career you wanted to create or that, you know, you wanted to build your client list period with lymphatic. Was there anything that you would hustle to do or positions you put yourself in that made you uncomfortable to maybe meet a new person or was it just very organic and word of mouth? I would say that no job is too big or too small for me. Any client I would get, I would treat as like a queen. I would do my best. And then naturally the opportunities would come because mm. my name was going more out there. People were getting to know more about lymphatic. So the opportunities would naturally come to me. And every new challenge I had, like working in a big event or working in a big client, I was okay with it. Because for me, no job is too much or too little. I'm here for whatever yeah, comes. You're just dropped in with everything. I It's remember like, you told me it was so inspiring. It was maybe two, two or three years ago. And you have a very big clientele list. And 
I remember someone had texted you while I was in a session trying to get in and you looked at me and you were like, I don't put anyone above anyone. Like I say no to, to some people if I mm-hmm. have someone else. And I think that just says so much to your character and also your success, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think so many times we put all of our eggs in a basket or we like drop everything or we forget how we got to where we were. I think that's, you know, it's like all of us, have people that have helped our businesses or helped us get to where we are. And I think a lot of times people take a big name and they're like, oh, that's a big name. I'll forget about everything mm-hmm. else. But I, I feel like a lot of the success you've had is is that you've stayed very even and you've treated everybody the same. That's one of my biggest principles. All my clients mean the same to me. I never cancel on a client because of a celebrity. I never put a client in front of another client. They're all the same. And at the end of the day, your regular clients are the ones who are keeping your business. Celebrities can come and go. Mm -hmm. They have like so many options out there. You know, they... They, they don't care much about you as your regular clients do. The ones who are there with you all the time, who are checking on you. I remember when COVID hit mm-hmm. and my regular clients would be like, do you need anything? I had just moved here. So they knew I had no family support or anything. Wow. And they would always be checking on me. I don't think celebrities would do that. Yeah. So I would say that I even like put my regular clients in the most special place in my heart than celebrities even in my entrepreneurship journey i've learned that the things that are done from the heart are the things that work i mean and that feel good and that are sustainable and that you can really build on yeah and celebrities they don't like i think when they feel that you were too obsessed about them or when they think they are everything to you when you treat them like you treat everyone else, they respect you more. Yeah. They know you can say no to them. Mm-hmm. They know they have to like go to their appointments. They cannot be canceling on you just because they are celebrities. Mm-hmm. They feel this energy from you mm-hmm. and they respect you back. Did you always have this this like grit and this like um f- which is so relaxed, by the way, like even the way she's talking now, like, <laughs> but you're such a fire sign. Yeah. You're such a Sagittarius. Yeah. But I there's can tell such too. a relaxed <laughs> nature in you. You were always like this. I don't know. I think I was. I don't see any situation as something that would threaten me. If I had to close my business today and open it again in a different state or in a different country, I would go. Nothing really scares me because I know my power is inside of me. It's not on the outside circumstances. So I think it keeps me like relaxed and less anxious for sure. Yeah. And nothing really can hold you back then ever. It's just constantly changing and going with the flow. So even today, right? So you have your goals for what you want and you're building your guidance practice and your teaching practice through this as well. If all that changed and you were led to a new direction in your work, you'd be comfortable switching paths then also. Oh yeah, I would do anything. If I had to do house cleaning again, I would. If I had to do waitress work, I would. Anything I would do. 
I don't mind working. I don't mind uh, doing jobs that most people would feel like, oh, this is not good for me. I am too good for this job. For me, this is not a thing. I would do whatever job. I will go anywhere. That is the key to success, honestly, because what you've done in four years and what you've built is incredible. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like what people spend 10, 15, a lifetime trying to do. And I think approaching it with that attitude and it, I, I believe that's why you have the success you have. I think so, because people sometimes they have such a big ego. And I think our ego goes in a different direction than our spirituality. Yeah. So if you keep feeding your ego and feeding this feeling of, I am too good to deal with this person, I am too good to see this client, to do this job, you're never going to grow spiritually. Yep. And, and you need both elements yes. to thrive in this And you're world. never going yeah. to match your energy or your energy path won't be clear to you because you're just feeding your ego. So I see that people who are not humble enough, they have hard time growing their careers in the long term. They can grow it in the short term, but they always break after some years. They're not able to keep it sustainable. Well, I think a lot of the times that goal that they have with running that business, making it successful, growing that client list, getting more popular, having more eyes on them, that for many people is their actual purpose versus having this purpose of connection to yourself and your truth and that how that can move and change always, anytime in many different ways through life and allowing that to be the purpose. And I was going to ask you, so it seems that you're in such flow with everything. You know what you want and you love to bring people in touch with themselves and to learn and to help and to guide. What, what connects you to here? I would say that honestly, my goal is to help people because lymphatic is a healing thing. You help people with their appearance, with their health, with the water weight. You help them to release toxins. Your lymphatic system is a part of your immune system. So most of it all, you help them to prevent conditions, to prevent disease. And I want to put lymphatic more out there. I want to teach people how to do lymphatic, how to get all the benefits of this amazing practice that has changed lives in Brazil for so many years. Like in Brazil, we work inside of hospitals. We work on pregnant women, postpartum, after surgeries, older people, wow. younger people, models. So there is always uh, someone who can get the benefits of a lymphatic massage. Mm. And I think that's my purpose here. Mm. But like I have tried different things that haven't worked as well. Mm -hmm. But frustrations don't affect me. If mm. something doesn't work, that's fine. I'll try something else. I'll try something else. I don't get upset or depressed if something doesn't work. And you have to trust when something doesn't work that that's happening for you and to not push through that, yeah. I think. Everything that doesn't work is closing a path and directing you to a different yeah. path. And it's that's what I protection. believe. Yep. So when you keep this mindset, you kind of can listen to your mm -hmm. interior energy mm -hmm. and that keep following you towards your own path, towards where you want to go. You cannot fight with the destiny. You cannot fight with uh, what God wants for you. 
Yeah, or what you're supposed to be doing. I think it's really important to listen, and I have so much experience in that, just in my own entrepreneurial journey of trying everything and then really coming back to a place of being like, this is really what, A, God wants for me, and B, it's changing people's lives and it helps people, right? And if it helps one person, just one person, that's so fulfilling. And I think we can chase the image or chase the idea And it's very humbling because I've just arrived at this place. And I think a lot of, I mean, I think that, you know, um, like a lot of people I know, including you, Sabelle, like we've all kind of arrived to this place more being heart centered and more being like, you know what, I'm going to stop chasing the idea and more so tune in and listen to what God wants for me. And also how can I help? Like, how can I be of service? How can I make a difference? And it's so fulfilling. And for me, it makes me feel so powerful. Like I can do anything, anything's possible when I'm in that space versus chasing like a material thing, or I want to do this because I want to be called this. It's like, I want to do this because I know in four or five years, like what has lit me up out of bed in the morning. And that is people saying that you've helped me, you healed, like you helped me heal, you helped this, right? Versus, you know, doing something that doesn't have as much soul and depth. And I think that's just such a beautiful drive and beautiful motive and a key, the key to success is like where can you bring value and not make it about you and when you don't make it about you you feel fulfilled when you can do a work that will give you this feeling of fulfillment mm-hmm. you are actually doing what you're supposed to do yes mm-hmm. when you are able to work not for the money but mm-hmm. for the feeling of helping others and for the feeling of feeling like yourself, Mm -hmm. that's when you are on the right path. Mm -hmm. Because again, you're moving towards your spirituality instead of moving towards your ego and what people will think about you and what they're going to call you, if you're influent enough, if you're rich enough. All those things go against what I believe to be my truly path. And good things happen to good people. Whenever I study spiritual teachers, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't understand this concept until, you know, maybe this year, but they would always say, you just have to do good and good comes to you. And I'd be like, what do you mean? I have to like fight. I need Mm -hmm. to survive. I need money. Like, what do you mean? And it's very true when you're in that place of just, I'm going to do good. Good really does come to you. It comes back. It flows because you're tuned into your spirituality to something greater to connection well that's for sure and again you don't get as affected by frustration so you keep trying until you find something that will make you feel good and that's when you do good and good will come to you Mm -hmm. also a lot of times that thing that makes you feel good is i mean it exists in our lives so think of like big picture items, maybe how we spend our social life, maybe how we spend our work life and how we spend time with ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. Something in between all of them, or even maybe one thing has us feeling good. And it's sometimes so minuscule and so little that it's hard to, to come into that. And like you said, to listen and find that one thing. I mean, even with relationships, like how many times when, when people are struggling with love and moving forward with dating and and intimacy and trying to find a partner and they can go 10, 15 years without having that. And they, they turn around or they come in and it's like been their best friend all along, Mm -hmm. or it's (laughs) someone that they have been working with. Right. It's Mm -hmm. like, because we, we try so hard to find it from our external and to, to, to step outside of who we are and what's in our surroundings. Whereas it's all inside of you and it's all inside of you and everything that 
we are attracted to, I think that we, we can have, and to a degree already is ours, but, but true attraction in the sense that like you're, you're spiritually connected and in touch and it feels good, or it gives back to you where there's this beautiful exchange of energy instead of one tank full while the other one's empty, or like you're giving so much to someone and they're not giving back to you. It's such a simple way of finding what is yours to be aligned with is when there is just a balance and it flows into you just as you're flowing into it or that person or that career or that, whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. The same mindset I think works in every area of our lives. Like in relationships, for example, sometimes people try to meet someone else's expectation. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to marry someone who will meet my parents' expectations or my friends' ex expectations. But are you really listening to yourself, to your soul? If you're not, that marriage is not going to work. Yeah. You cannot live for others. You have to live for you. You have to feed your soul. And when you learn how to do that, you will respect yourself in a way that your partner will respect you back because mm -hmm. you will love yourself in a way that you won't allow anyone being abusive to you in relationships that will bring you anxiety or bad feelings. Mm -hmm. You won't allow yourself to be in that place. And you're in a space when you live from that space of I want you here in my life. I don't need you. Mm -hmm. And I think when you can come out of that place of it's just nice to have you here or it's just nice to do this, right? But it's not like, I need you. I need this. This has to happen. If this doesn't work, I'll go do something else. Mm -hmm. It's totally fine. You can just see far more clearly when you're in that space. You can see who's aligned. You can see the kind of person, like what's in front of you, what you mm -hmm. want to be doing, the people in front of you versus when you're in that fight or flight mode of like, I need this. I need this person. I need love. You're not making wise, rooted decisions no. based on what's true for you or your soul yeah it's coming from a place of need yes i completely agree yeah. you have to be good with yourself and you attract what is meant to be for you like i believe so much in taking care of your garden and the butterflies wow. will come to you that's so you don't beautiful. have to chase butterflies that is so beautiful that. yeah so speaking on this subject were there sacrifices that you've had to make to, to get to LA and to put your head down and to really take it day by day? Like, did you have a relationships that were, you felt were affected or did you feel in flow and supported? Oh, I had to give up on everything. My family is all in Brazil. My career was in Brazil at that time. I didn't speak English. I had no one here. I had no money. Uh, I had to give up on my whole life. But I knew in the deep of my soul that my place was here and I needed to give it a try. So we always give up on certain things when we are making a change. And that's okay. If it doesn't work, you can go back to where you were. I don't understand why people are so afraid of change. Because in the worst case scenario, you just go back to where you were. Yeah. The door isn't shut unless you close it. Yeah. You can always go back to where you were. Always. always. It's and that's always the available. The worst you. case scenario. So why do you get so affected by this like fear of change and fear of frustration? And what if it doesn't work? Like yeah. who cares? If it doesn't work, no one cares. Mm -mm. Yeah. You just go back to where you were. Yeah. And then you try something else. 
I mean, swim, let's like, let's do this analogy real quick, right? <laughs> so you, you have a pool, the pool at the end of it has also a diving board, but the pool also goes from shallow to deep. Okay. So scenario, we're in the shallow and swimming, and that's what we're comfortable with. And that's what our current day is in our working atmosphere or career, or whatever. And I mean, every little paddle in and closer to the deep end is going to be new territory, something that you try, but you still have access to turn around. And then for some of us, like you, Rebecca's on the diving board. She's like <laughs> all the way towards the deep end, swim out, just dives every day. Oh, it's yeah. amazing. That's for sure. If it doesn't work, you go back and try again, you change your clothes, you <laughs> You try a new methodology. Yeah. Dive in, and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And you really have to just put your blinders on. Like, you just have to just, you have to just go for it. But I feel like the wisdom that you gain, gain from living that way, right, is just so profound. And there's nothing in everything I've tried and dove into I don't regret anything because each thing has made me who I am and I feel the same as you. Like I'm not afraid of anything and I feel that I'm not afraid of anything because of how many times I've tried and I've showed myself that even if it wasn't the thing, I'm still okay. And even like nothing terrible has happened to me and no one cares as much as you care. I've changed my career. I've done so many different things. I've gone back to things, right? And I'm always... I used to be so worried about that, mm -hmm. but really no one's paying no attention. One no one cares. No one cares. And all you gain is strength and power and more yeah. clarity. And you just become this, this, you know, force to be reckoned with. And I think people all the time, they'll say to me, like, how do you just do it? You have no fear. I'm like, because, well, because I do it. And also why. nothing <laughs> is so precious. It's like, nothing is that precious. What's it's more fine. precious to me is staying where you are. Yep. That to me is like, that terrifies me is just not yeah. growing, not changing, having not evolving. Yeah. That scares the shit out of me. Yeah. The more you do more powerful, you feel and less afraid you are of the future and of what might happen to you. So it's almost like an exercise. You have to keep doing to mm -hmm. keep strong. Mm -hmm. Stay dropped in. <laughs> yeah. What would you say has been the most valuable lesson in running a business that you've learned? Wow, that's a difficult question. No. <laughs> <laughs> also because it comes so natural for you. But if you had to if you had to step away and you're you're leaving someone with one piece of business focus on quality nor quantity like every single client i see is my queen at that moment i'll do my best i'll give my soul i'm not worried about chasing clients i'm not worried about my other clients when i am with that person i will do my best and in that way you're going to build a community and a reputation and once you have those two nothing can affect you because mm -hmm. you already have like a great base of clientele and they will buy anything from you because they trust you. They know you're doing the best for them at every single time. They refer you to more people and that's how you're going to grow your business and your name. Some people uh, try to do it in an organic way. So they buy followers on Instagram, they pay PRs, they try to be on magazines, but nothing of that is real. What is real is your moment with your client, like that little interaction you have is everything you have for that moment. 
So that's where all your energy has to go in. Instead of trying to reach numbers or reaching celebrities or chasing people around. That is brilliant. Yeah, that's the advice <laughs> I'll give. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and then what would be one piece of advice or inspiration for our audience that you could leave them with about perseverance? Two things. One is perseverance. Yeah, perseverance and chasing your dreams. Like what, what would you say? It's a tricky thing because you might be very obsessed about something that is not meant to you so you have to like know the time to stop and try something else but once you know your real path and what your energy is telling you and what your spirituality is telling you you have to keep the perseverance Mm mm-hmm but you wow. have to listen to yourself. Otherwise, it can be uh, a gun to you. You know, it, you can like be shooting everyone and shooting everything and not having a goal. But you have in your mind that obsession to keep going. But you're going towards the wrong path. Mm. Yes. You have to keep the perseverance, but towards the right path. And how do you know that? You feel it. You feel the energy. You know when you're doing something you're supposed to do. When you feel confused about it, it's not meant to be. Yeah. But when you're sure on the about deepest it, of levels. Yeah, it's meant to be. Like with relationships. If mm-hmm. you're in a relationship with someone and you feel confused about it, it's not meant to be. But when you feel sure, you know your feelings, you know the feelings of the other person towards you, that's meant to be. So the answer is in our soul. Keep the perseverance, but listen into your heart. That's what I would give as an advice. Really, <laughs> really beautifully said. Don't you agree? Oh, yeah. I relate to that on the so deepest of levels. Yeah. yeah. We talk about this. Kenzie and I talk about this every day. <laughs> yeah. And it goes also towards like beauty standards or mm-hmm. uh, family relationships. I see some people who want to look like someone else. Like, I want to look like Kim Kardashian. I'll never look like her. I am not her. I am Rebecca. Mm-hmm. I have to find the best version of myself instead of being obsessed with someone else beauty or someone else's body so it goes for everything for everything you but have the to root of that is you. love it's also love i mean i can't imagine someone being that connected to wanting to be their truest self if they don't love who they are right now and i think the first step of moving forward into that right would be assess your scale of love from one to ten onto yourself like yeah. how do you feel about you today And also you can find how you, when you start to listen to God's path, right? What you're just supposed to be doing, not what you think you're supposed to be doing, but what you're supposed to be doing. That is how you can start to tap into that space of love. Because like you said, you won't feel frustrated. You won't feel confused. You won't question. You know, I see people a lot of the times, like if they're in a relationship, the more they try to talk the person up, the more I'm like, I don't know if you're convinced, you know, (laughs) like you seem like you're trying to convince yourself right now. And I, I don't know, but I'm just gonna stay quiet. But, you know, I think that's just such a sure sign and such an easy way for you to start tapping into loving yourself is by listening to your life path, you, not someone else, not what someone else is doing, tuning into yourself and then following what lights you up and that or, and not even, yeah, like what lights you up when you're following that greater path, it will light you up. It will infuse more love inside of you, which I feel brings you closer to be able to tap into that feeling of love for yourself, yeah. which some people I feel like are, they're like, I don't know how to love myself. And it's like, 
going back to, you have to be great. You have to do greater than it's, it's not about just you. It's like, how are you giving? How are you living from a heartfelt space? And then you'll start to feel that internally. Yeah. And when you reach this point of self-love, you're able to do everything with excellence. Mm -hmm. And excellence, in my opinion, is a habit. Once you learn how to do it, mm -hmm. every single thing you touch mm -hmm. will become gold mm -hmm. because you do everything with love, with gratitude, with excellence, because you love yourself enough to know that you won't, you, you don't have time and energy to do something that you're not supposed to do mm -hmm. and that you're not able to do with excellence. And that's a habit I try to keep feeding on me. Everything I do, if I do like a breakfast, I'll do with excellence. If I go for a walk, I go with excellence. I never go in a bad mood. I never go complaining. Like I came here, I came with my heart open. I was like, I want to talk with excellence. And that's a habit you're just able to feed when you have, uh, when you have enough self-respect. Mm -hmm. Your approach to life. love, well, life in general, but how love is the root of success because... You can be excellent if you come from a place of love and self-respect and dignity. Excellence being the overflow of those yeah. is incredible. Like that that term and that approach is so beautiful and it's so it's so self-fulfilling, right? We all want a form of excellence. So what we do is we see someone else with excellence and we think we need to embody that because that is what we see as excellent instead of finding our own, which is just being in touch with who we are, loving ourselves, having self-respect, having self-dignity and doing what we say that we are gonna do to admire that within ourselves and then embody excellence. That's just a crazy angle. Yeah. And like all those qualities, they go together in a group. Excellence, love, self-love, self-respect. It's not one thing separated. One leads to the other. So the more you do each one of them, the more you have the others as like a bonus almost. And in the other group, I see insecurity, ego, um, no self-respect, bad relationships, abusive relationships. And those people, they're usually struggling over and over towards the same things because they keep the pattern. Mm -hmm. They're, they're too so focused on what other people will think about them. They keep insecure because if they make a mistake, oh my God, what other people will think about it? Instead of being like, okay, if I make a mistake, I'm fine. I still love myself. I'm still alive. I'm still okay. I'm still breathing. Yeah, yeah I'm still here. The same way we can feed these habits here, we can also feed these habits here. And then those people, they usually become very insecure. And I can see those patterns because I see many people and they always talk to me when they're doing a massage. Yeah. It's almost like a therapy, therapy session. And I see the ones who are in this group always keeping the same patterns. Um, I have a horrible boyfriend. He's cheating on me. They changed the boyfriend. It's a horrible boyfriend. He's again. Cheating, on still you. Yeah. cheating on me. Or uh, I keep going on diets and then I lose weight, I gain the weight back. I lose weight, I gain the weight back. Because they they're not tapping into the deeper, the core of it. Yeah, they don't if see... Because you continue to attract the same exact repeated yeah. pattern. It's a mindset problem that yeah. reflects on your outside relationships. And people from this group here, 
It's like you, every time I see you, so many new things have happened, just better things. You keep evolving. You don't keep the same patterns of yeah. mistakes. Mm -hmm. Instead, you keep evolving as a person, as a business, your mind, your soul, your spirituality, everything grows together. And those people, they're almost like stuck in the same mistakes over and over. Yeah. Yeah. That Joe Dispenza bit. He was saying that your reality Are is... Are you familiar with him? Joe Dispenza? You would love, no. you would love oh him God. and Talk love his meditations. I mean, this. Well, one, oh, yeah, like one of his angles is, is how you think, how you feel, and what you do is your personality. And based on your personality... You create your reality. You create your reality. So if you change how you feel if you change how you think and if you change what, what you, you do, do you, you change, change your reality oh my god and his meditate i'm going to text you some of his meditations i think you would love them it's all about you go into your heart space and you go into the feeling of things and what you can create from that space of meditation i mean when you say to me oh you just keep getting better you keep creating it's because i do that it's like I take every single lesson and I go back into my heart and, I, and then I create from that. And that's how you grow and evolve. And wow. you don't stay stuck and you break patterns. Because oh, yeah. it is like if you are experiencing the same thing over and over and over again, there is something within you that's creating it. So you have to look within and find that and then shift that. And then your external starts to shift. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's amazing. See, the more you're open to learn more opportunities you have to evolve and to improve yourself. And that's why people who are so focused on ego, they never grow because they think they already know enough. They think they are good enough. And people who are open to learn, they never stop. They keep growing. When, you, when I see you like in a year from now, I'm sure that a mm -hmm. thousand different things will have <laughs> happened because you keep learning, you keep growing and evolving. And it's really, life gets really fun when you start embracing it because I used to judge it up mm -hmm. until probably the, like very recently I was judging it. Like, I can't believe I'm doing all these things. I feel like I look all over the place, but the more I've dug my heels into it and have been like, no, this is epic. Like I am doing it and I'm squeezing, li like I'm getting the juice from life and I'm going to try it all and just continue to listen and build. It starts to get fun and you start to feel like, oh, I can build an entity and a universe because I, I'm going and I'm doing it, which you've done the same exact thing. It's why you have you know, the actual like massage and you're doing the school and you have a corporate office and you have this, like it's, you're doing, you're able to grow because you're taking it all. Yeah. And like if we knew what to do, people wouldn't struggle, but everyone yeah. has a different path. If you don't try and it doesn't work and you try something else, you never know. Mm -hmm. If yeah, you don't you try, know. you never know. In Brazil, I would try different things before coming here. I didn't want to give up on everything and come. So I was like, okay, first I'm going to try in Brazil. Everything I would try to do in Brazil wouldn't work. Wow. Yeah. Like it was insane. Everything I would try, something would happen. I was like, I have such a bad luck. And then I came here and here is the totally opposite. Everything I do somehow ends up working and now years later i understand why i was not supposed to be there and the same thing happens with different careers or different products that you're gonna launch and it goes back to mm -hmm. listening like for me the health and wellness world it just it just i don't it just works it's like yeah. it just works it flies it pours i'm invigorated when i'm doing it when i try to do anything else it's like stucky it's like i'm like pushing something yeah. that's that's so forceful and to finally surrender and be like, 
if you want me to do this, God, I'm going to do it. It's like my whole world has opened up. Like floodgates yes. have opened. Somehow and I'm excited work to and be alive. happens and you feel aligned to your purpose. It's like swimming in the ocean when you go against the ocean or towards the, like the ocean. Well, it's exactly the, the same time, yeah. in life. Exactly the same. So when I was in Brazil, I was against what I was supposed to do. And even though I was in my comfort zone, I had support. I had family. I had him. Because when I moved here, mm -hmm. he didn't come. He came after. Because yeah. he didn't want to move here. Yeah. So I came literally like alone. And I had no idea if I would ever um, be able to stay here. If I would have a family And then after some years, everything was working out in a way that even he wanted to come. And now he loves being here. And now so, you have a baby. Now <laughs> I have a baby. So when you are following your energy and like your purpose, what makes your heart happy, everything will work out for yeah. you and for people around, around you. Around you. So it's even like a bigger responsibility than just you. Because your kids, your spouse, mm -hmm. <laughs> everyone is affected at the end of the day by how you are. If you are happy, if you're following your dreams, those people will be happier. If you are not, it will affect everyone. And that's why like, we see some moms when they are depressed, when they are in a bad mood, their kids end up growing up not as emotionally healthy mm -hmm. as they probably should be. So I think about that with the baby. Like when I had the baby, I was miserable because you you are miserable. But I had very strong in my head that I wouldn't allow myself to be depressed. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I would do everything I'm, I can do to make myself happy. So I would do my nails even though no one would see it. I would do my hair even though no one would see it. Um, I would go for walks. I hired a nanny because I needed to find time for myself. I didn't have that mom guilty that people talk about. Mm -hmm. I was like, I need to feel good with myself so the baby will feed from my energy. Mm. And that's actually, that's actually what happened. Like, the baby's so chill, so nice, goes with everyone. So, um, at the end of the day, working on you, you are helping others as well. Like, everyone around you yeah. gets Benefits, affected. Yeah. yeah, You're a wise yeah, one. right. Thank you so much. Of course. You've been just such a gem and dropped so many beautiful messages. Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. And I feel exactly the same way about you both. You're so inspiring to me. And I'm sure for everyone who are listening. Where can everyone find you? Uh, my Instagram is the Talks by Rebecca. And that's where you find me. It's the best way to be in touch with me. I always mm -hmm. try to answer my DMs. I always try to answer people. Um, I also have a website, but I would say the Instagram is the easiest way. Amazing. And maybe we'll do something in the health world together. Yes, I cannot wait. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you connect with us on Instagram at Kenzie Burke and at Sabelle Levy. And be sure to follow the podcast at The Cusp Podcast 1P. It's home to inspiring quotes, many more conversations. Everything is linked in the show notes. We are so grateful you are here. Stay tuned for an exciting next episode. Bye for now.